Hey all you nostalgic virgins. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of Beverly Hills 90210 from the Fox to the CW. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I'm revisiting these episodes like old friends. Old friends. <laughs> I've seen them all, you know that, don't I you? I know, I okay. do. Okay. You've right. said it know. many times. I didn't know. Uh, you can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Other shows on the network include Is It Classic? Does It Rock? Where we pick a band or artist and go through their discography album by album, track by track. Three Nice Things, where we force ourselves to say three nice things about a movie with a bad and often earned reputation. I most recently talked about Street Fighter on that podcast. Oh, yeah, I watched that. It was a I rough go. I wasn't on that episode, but I watched it. It was a rough go. And previously on X-Men, where we look back on X-Men comics, movies, shows, characters, and more. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at HereWeGoPod. And remember that O and Go is really a zero. Please rate, subscribe, and share this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we're discussing episode three, The First Time. Mm. And <laughs> episode, I know, episode four, one-on-one. <laughs> All right. So getting into the West Beverly Blaze, what was going on when these episodes aired? I so, would love to know. Yes, I'm, I'm here to tell you. So, I'm an investigative reporter for the West Beverly newspaper. So uh, the first episode, the first time, yes. uh, premiered on October 25th, uh, 1990. Oh, it's and, a good year. Uh, the next one premiered November 1st, 1990. So some things for November... Um, if you want to know, like, what movies were coming out, Home Alone came out in November 1990. I saw that in theaters. Did you really? I remember very clearly seeing that in, in theaters. <laughs> that movie is not my type of humor. You know, I can't watch it now. It's tough to watch it now. It is. It's painful. But I remember very specifically, because Joe Pesci's character, Kevin, is was the same age that I was, and he says the age, and Joe Pesci's like, I'm getting beat up by a kindergartner, and I was like, first grade! <laughs> Get so, it right. I remember watching that in theaters, yeah. Um, and the first Billboard Music Awards was oh. in 1990, and Phil Collins won a top male singer, and Janet Jackson won top female artist. Janet Jackson played a role in these episodes, remember? Mm -hmm. Kelly was going to see a Janet Jackson oh, concert. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. That was the right. whole thing. So oh, that's funny. So that a, is on point. That is a tie-in right is, there. Yeah, wow. that's very good. Okay. Um, so, some Where Are They Now... Um, Luke Perry, as uh, I'm sure you've yes, heard. Yes, if you're listening uh, to this podcast, you know this. Yeah, probably. Passed away uh, very suddenly in uh, 2019. And he was a series regular on the CW series Riverdale. Are you caught up on Riverdale? No, Did you I'm give not. up on Riverdale? I, yeah, I kind of got away from it. But uh, Shannon Doherty is actually going to guest star oh. to sort of close out Luke Perry's character's oh. uh, role. So a little bit of a 902 and 0 connection I, there. I, too, am behind. Yeah. My students keep telling me I need to catch up so they can talk it's about it with yeah. me. But. I'm, I'm like, it's hard because there's like so many episodes. Yeah. There's like 25 yeah. episodes each I'm interested season. to see how they how they bring in Shannon Doherty. I yeah. Think, I think that's a really cool thing to do. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. So his final film role was as Wayne Maunder in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which opened in theaters on July of 2019. I did not know that was him in the movie. Oh, really? Like, he had, Eric had to tell me after. Oh, your husband Like, Eric. oh, that yes. was uh, Luke Perry. And I was okay. like, oh, I missed it. Like, It's a relatively small role, I see. Yeah. Oh, it's it's pretty small. I mean, he's I, there for a second. I read a lot on. of cool things that uh, that Brad Pitt was saying, Quentin Tarantino, just about how they geeked out about having Luke Perry on yeah. set. Just because they were fans of the show. And yeah. Luke Perry was just 
cool. Mm-hmm. You know? My wife actually cool. actually saw uh, Luke Perry and Alex Allison Hannigan of How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. uh, on stage as when Harry Met Sally playing the, uh, oh, the the Meg Ryan Billy Crystal role. So she so actually fun. like got to see that yeah. uh, in real life. I would have loved to have seen that. But anyway, I'm a big Luke Perry fan. Yeah, uh, he collaborated. I mean, me too. Yeah, now <laughs> he collaborated with a lot of the 90210 cast, sort of throughout. Do you remember he and Jenny Garth um, guest starring on Community together as uh, the American version of Doctor Spacetime and his companion? Oh, do you know all the time Eric is like, remember yeah. this thing in Community? And yeah. I'm like, no, you don't I don't remember. remember. Well, that happened, and then also a couple, in a couple years ago, Jason Priestley directed one of his Good Night for Justice movies. Oh, so you know, they all kind of stayed, yeah. stayed connected oh, like that, which is nice. you know, I know, yeah, great to hear. That's nice. Anyway. Have I talked about the my favorite Luke Perry like joke from the so. office? No. Um, so, <laughs> so there's this. I think it's an episode where it's Michael's birthday, but no one is like paying attention okay. to him on his birthday. And Michael says, "I bet no one ever treated Luke Perry, or I bet Luke Perry's friends never treated him like this." And he points to a poster on, on his wall of James Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. And I did I not get that. that for a while, and, and now, now I know do. who Luke Perry is, now and now do. I've seen the show. All right. And I, I, I definitely get it now. So <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see who's living in Beverly Hills this time around. Uh, relatively light on guest cast for these two episodes. Uh, in the first episode, we have Cheryl, uh, who we'll get into this in a minute, but, but Brandon's high school girlfriend from mm-hmm. Minnesota, Cheryl, it was played by Paula Irvine, and it was driving me crazy where I recognized her from. But I don't, I haven't seen any of the things she was in. Hmm. Uh, she was most prominently known as the character Lily Blake on Santa Barbara, which is probably, I think of Santa Barbara probably like you thought of 90210. It was yeah. just, it was a show that predated me a little bit for I've adults. I've never even heard of that. Pretty, I'm pretty sure it was a daytime soap, but mm. this is not a Santa Barbara podcast. So <laughs> I don't claim any special <laughs> Thank knowledge. Thank goodness. But yeah, she played Lily Blake on that show for 133 episodes shortly wow. after her run as, uh, wow. her one episode appearance here as Cheryl. That's intense. In our second uh, episode of the day, one-on-one, Tico Wells plays James Townsend, the basketball player that Brandon sort of butt heads with. Um, Tico Wells has appeared in many things. He looks really the familiar. To yeah, me. he and I was looking, trying to find like the the one thing to pull. Um, his most regular gig was as the character of Marvin, a voice on the animated series Wayne Head. But he has mm. appeared in many, like ER and the Cosby Show, and oh, just all one over of those who's yeah. been like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and continuing up to this day, he's got projects ongoing. Mm. So I'm, yeah, I'm sure you've uh, you've seen him some places. But um, yeah, those are our two main guests for the day. I still, like, every time I see the mom, I'm like, I've seen her in something. That's but funny. I looked through her filmography. I can't figure it huh. out. So I don't know if she just looks like I, someone. I, I don't learned, know what it is. I learned a very uh, a troubling fact about oh, the parents. Oh, so no. Carol Potter, who plays, uh, who plays Cindy Walsh, was born in 1948. Mm-hmm. And James Eckhouse, who plays Jim Walsh, was born in 1955. So she's seven years older than him. Huh. Uh, but what what I learned was that this episode was filmed in 1990 means that Jim Walsh, James Eckhouse, playing Brandon's dad, mm-hmm. first is only 14 years older than Jason Priestley. Oh. And second, he was 35 when that episode aired, which Who? is a uh, James Eckhouse, who oh, plays oh, Jim okay. Walsh, was 35 when filming that episode. I am 36 right now, <laughs> so I am now older than Jim Walsh oh, in the first no. season of this. So. Oh, dear. <laughs> Bit of a spiral after that. I had a, a few tubs of ice cream. 
Um, well, you know, sometimes you just got to eat a tub of ice cream. But I will say, I've got more hair on my head and less hair on my back. That is true. So and you know I had a comment about I bet you did. hairiness. I bet so. you did. But before we get into that, why don't you give us a synopsis? What All are we right. talking about this so, time? So, uh, for the episode episode three, yeah. the first time. And Kendra, for the nice people, how well, many times? four? Episode, it's four. Right. It's yeah. episode four. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. How many times did you and I have to record that opening? <laughs> Because I'm going to we put some at the end. Because we were laughing too hard to, to go <laughs> we on. We had to just but, stop and yeah, start. So I was crying. You can probably guess the synopsis for the episode yes, called so. The First Time, but <laughs> take it away. So Brandon's ex-girlfriend from Minnesota, whose name is Cheryl, Cheryl. makes a surprise trip to Beverly Hills, uh, and she and Brandon pick up where they left off. Boy, do they. And uh, their first night together, they go... All the way. All the way. All the way. I sure do. Uh, but Brandon soon finds Cheryl is much different than when they dated. Yep. Times in, in have Minnesota. been a changing for Cheryl. Meanwhile, Brenda gets a babysitting job watching her hot math teacher's I kids. I hope that you're using air quotes when you say hot. Hot. That I know. Guy, he really was not that good I did looking. not see it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and Kelly and Donna invite themselves over and they like snoop through his house and look at his photo albums. Yes. And... His wife was not about that at all. Well, she was because very I upset. think the photo album was in an underwear drawer yeah. so anyway that's true but uh so yeah so congratulations to tori spelling on getting a liner i know she was there yeah she actually spoke she was all right oh so, okay. let's do it yeah so let's go in so uh the first time we start at home yeah uh i wrote another shirtless talk with his sister this was, yeah this was a serious like branded i i could just see his little tiny muscles just yeah. flexing <laughs> trying to make that six pack and he got it so yeah hats off to jason Priestley. i did see a six pack a few times <laughs> when he was in the right posture um and then cheryl calls yeah and we find we learn of cheryl yeah. who has never been mentioned before yeah. Yeah. and i was thinking like he's like in several i mean in the pilot he's yeah. like dating marianne right or was that her name marianne, marianne yeah I mean, and then they, after that i mean he's been very flirty with several girls so i'm like is he dating this person they do establish i mean he and cheryl have broken up yeah. Before yeah. this. So, I mean, it's Yeah, not I mean, like later he's... they say that. But yeah. at first, I was like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, it's a little confusing when you yeah. just jump right in. So, then they go to school uh, to some hardcore music. That yes. music was pretty ridiculous. Yes. I've liked the music so far, but that music I think was we do bad. have some pretty serious music replacement in this one, actually. I think so, so too. So, it's hard to know what the, uh, what the original might have sounded like. Um, I wrote, and I wrote this for both episodes, that I loved... Uh, Andrea's outfit. Oh, yeah. She, and still, her outfits have been my favorite. It's funny to me that they're still calling her Andrea because it's Andrea for the rest. Of, I mean, the series, oh, she's, her, her name Andrea. is Andrea. But they Do always, they not say that? I might they, just be saying No, no, it no. Wrong. Brandon calls her Andrea, Andrea. too. And okay. later she's like, it's Andrea. But right now <laughs> she's just rolling with it. So huh, who knows? Um, and then she, she tells Brandon he's secretive. And I was like, is he? I know. Secretive? Yeah. I yeah. feel like he's laid it all out there for yeah. everyone to see. Yeah. And then, <laughs> well, what I wrote is, or indoors, what does that mean? Because they're talking about the hot math teacher. Right. And they're like, he should work outdoors. And Kelly's like, or indoors. Oh, I think it's a... And they all like look at each other. I think it's other. a sexy thing. Well, that's what yeah. I was wondering. And I was like, okay, yeah. that's kind of a weird yeah. thing to say. Yeah, it was a little weird. So she's fantasizing about the math teacher, like asking her to yes. run away yes. with with, uh, with him. Yeah. But he just wants her to babysit right. his kids. Yeah, it doesn't go. Boy, um, him in that like crazy, like MacGyver-esque mullet. Yeah. Mullet. Oh, oh. It is, it's not great. Yeah. 
It's not great. Um, Luke Perry is wearing pajama pants. I thought that too. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> is that pajama pants? I, it sure seemed like it. it I mean, he had been, that's what it looked like to me. Look, I didn't know if it was a weird nineties. No, it like, is. Pants. It definitely is a weird nineties thing to have like pattern puffy like yeah. pajama esque pants. That yeah. was a thing mm-hmm. I remember. But those seem very much were, like pajamas. I think he came in and rocking the Converse as well. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, he looked. Uh, um, he looked great. So then, you know, we have a. I was noticing on these two episodes that we're getting a little bit more uh, of the ensemble interacting because this yeah. was really the first time Brandon and David had spoken. Yeah, they like bump into each and other And they had the like hallway. a whole little scene together, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. So that was, that was kind of new. Yeah, I he's that. like telling like this long story about... About a hot 12-year-old. Yeah, something I mean, like that. Still, that he met at summer right, camp. And yeah. David's Brandon's young. like, okay. Yeah, still. I was like, whoa. <laughs> uh, so they go home and yeah. Cheryl has arrived. Yes, yeah, surprise, and surprise. the first thing they do is kiss each other yeah, on the mouth. Yeah, they do. Right like, on the mouth. They're... <laughs> Like, right if I saw mouth. my ex-boyfriend and he came to visit, I would not just, like, go up and kiss him yeah. on the mouth. Yeah. Like, I might give him a hug, but, right. like, I just... Wouldn't uh, kiss him on the mouth. No. Okay. No. And I also wrote, if I have to hear about the weather being warm one more time... Too much for you? I will explode. Yeah. Yeah. They so, say it every scene. So, I guess, I, like, Cheryl took an earlier flight to yes. s- surprise them. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know. Strange. She said that, and I was like, "Can you do that? Can right. you just like switch to an earlier yeah. flight? Maybe you could in the nineties. Things yeah, were like you could, you could yeah. keep your shoes on and stuff. Yeah, so it you different. could. You a could. golden age, a golden age, if you will, and that golden sun, right? Because it's warm in there. But. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, so after this, they like go to Brandon's room and right. they're like looking through the yearbook <laughs> and, and kissing, yeah. yeah, kissing a lot. And the mom comes in and yeah. what's her name? Cindy. Cindy. Yeah. And uh, you know, kind of breaks it up a yeah. little bit, yeah. but not really. Right. But Cheryl's going to sleep in Brenda's Which room. Which is connected to Brenda's well, yeah, room, as we so know. Yeah, it's so close. Yeah. Um, There's and... a little tunnel in between. <laughs> and here, like, I <laughs> So it, like, kind of goes to the parents who are talking about, like, oh, well, they better stay in their own rooms. Right. And I wrote, oh, ha, 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 premarital yeah. sex. I know. Right, right. <laughs> like, little, I hope they don't a have little, it. Just a little teen loving. Yeah. And we have that whole scene with just Cheryl in a towel. Yeah. And Brandon, like, like topless. Like, hugging yeah. in a towel. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, yeah. yeah. A little different from my childhood experience, <laughs> I think. I don't recall yeah. that. But, yeah, for you know. sure. Um, Maybe he's just cooler than me. Yeah, so he wants her to come to his room, like, in, yeah. like, 45 Boy. minutes. Like, you sneak over. Yes. Uh, I guess I thought, I mean, I guess, you know, teenagers are going to do what teenagers are going to do. I just sort of thought it was strange that they'd broken up and hadn't really seen each other yeah. in a long time. They just like, he's like, okay, I'm back in. I mean, it would be one thing if they had had that kind of relationship before. Yeah. But like, they'd broken up, they well, haven't seen each other. Well, it kind of seemed like, like later, it seemed like he had been wanting to and she had kept like, That's telling true. him yeah. no. Yeah, he does so give her finally, some kind of classic, like. Like, she's here and they're right. going to do it. They're going to do it. Is what I, that's what I got from I it. guess so. So when everyone is like asleep, she yeah. eventually does come to. His, there's she like a does. whole montage of everyone tossing yeah. and turning. Everybody, Cindy is tossing away. and turning, yep. uh, and then she does eventually come to his room. Yeah, and like so loudly. Yeah, like slams the yeah. door yeah. shut. They get, walk like you know marching around. Yeah, they do. Um, so Cindy wakes up and wants yeah to go. She's like, like got like a cup on yeah. the wall. You know, she's like, what's going on there? She wants to go see what's going on, and, and the like, dad's eh, like, it's eh, fine. Yeah. And I was like, or yeah, you yeah, could get up and maybe you want to check. Just like pretend you're going to the bathroom maybe you or something, check. and be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Or I mean, they are the parents. I don't think you really need a yeah. pretext to just be like, hey, is anybody having teen sex in here? <laughs> you know, seems that like thing it's their right. You but shouldn't I, you know, be doing. I don't know. So, We're so square, Kendra. You and I. 
We're on, I, I we're on like, admit, teen parents. Yeah, here. I admit I am a square for sure. But if it was me, like, if I was the parent yeah. and I heard something yeah. going on, right. I would definitely get up and Probably. be like, hey, stop Probably. it. Probably, yeah. You're coming to sleep in my room now right. or something. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Like, you will be on the floor Harsh. in my room. Harsh mom. <laughs> Um, so the next morning, oh my gosh, when that, like, when Brandon puts on his, like, CD of the Lothario music, where he's just like, Brandon got busy last night. Well, I wrote down, he's wearing a red shirt, like Ron Swanson always wears a ah, red shirt. that's true. And making the breakfast. Yes. And he has a lot of passion. Yes. A lot of passion. But that music was cracking Yeah, it was. It just was. Just pumped through the whole house. It was really know? fun. Like, so, as like, loud as he subtle. possibly could. We're not could. being subtle today. Uh- <laughs> So he's up making orange juice or whatever he's doing. Um, They decide they're going to go just like sightsee while she's there. She wants to see movie stars. Yes. She wants to meet Tom Cruise. This is before people were creeped out by Tom Cruise. So a different, a different era. Oh, a different time. Of Tom Cruise fandom. So Um, so they're driving around taking pictures. They go to Dylan's hotel. Yeah, the Village Hotel. Let me just say, before we get there... Cheryl takes the absolute worst, worst pictures. pictures. I, just, I was thinking that. Like, what are you doing? It was like blurry pictures of like parked cars. Yeah, like it was have, very weird. They have parked cars in Minnesota, <laughs> Cheryl. Yeah, it was. Nothing about that was appealing. I was, didn't get that at all. Yeah, it was, yeah. So they go to the restaurant. Yep. And Dylan is there. And yep. he sits down and Brandon goes somewhere. He goes to the bathroom. Oh, to the, bathroom. to the bathroom. Okay. So he leaves uh, Dylan and Cheryl yeah. there to right. talk. Yeah. And I wrote, Mr. Steal Your Girl, question yeah. mark. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's kind of what it seems like is happening. Though I guess she is doing more of the... I think Dylan's just the... being Dylan. Yeah. yeah. I think that he's just being... Yeah. Like, I think he, he says there's a club they could go to to yeah. meet famous people. Right. And she, like, jumps all, all over that. Yep. Yeah. They do go to the club. Well, <laughs> so yeah. Dylan comes to the house. Right. And Cheryl's like, hey, I'm going to ride with Dylan yeah. in his car. Because he has the Porsche. And Brandon, yeah. has, Brandon has to drop off Brenda at Hot Math Teacher's. Again. Hot. Again, hot, air quotes. Hot Math, math teacher's, teacher's House. Math Teacher's House. Yeah. Um, so she, he takes her there and he's like, I think something's up with yeah. Cheryl. And yeah. Brenda's like, ah. Yeah, you're crazy. You're crazy. She's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, Brenda, so, meanwhile, dressed as a fortune teller. <laughs> that, that is exactly. I was like, she's just like a gypsy <laughs> with this like she, necklace yeah, that everyone mentions. And the, big, and the big like headband and like the hoop yeah, earrings and puffy stuff. Puffy shirts. Like, yeah. Are you going to a boardwalk? <laughs> yeah. Insane. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was definitely overkill. It but was. Cheryl says she looks devastating. Yeah, devastating. So. Devastating. <laughs> so uh, Brenda. So Brenda goes to babysit. Right. Um, the kids are like the worst kids. Right. Hanging ever. onto Brenda's leg. Yeah. Like throwing her stuff. They yep. grab her purse and like yeah. shake yeah. it, yep. dump yep. it out. Then Brandon goes to the club. Yes. And sees Dylan and Cheryl like dancing very right. close. They were dancing very close. I mean, yeah. they were like slow dancing. They were. During a not really slow no. dance song. I no. mean, they didn't need to be dancing that way. I still am mostly on Dylan's side in this little altercation, but he made some poor choices. That, yeah. He made I some mean, poor he, decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, too, that they don't really know each other. No, like, Dylan not at and Brandon all. don't really know each other. No. So. No. And and Brenda has made clear that she's still like she doesn't know what yeah. to make of him. Right. She she hasn't decided if she likes yeah. him or not. So Brandon's kind of working on kind of what he knows about Dylan, but also Dylan's reputation, which is yeah. like legendary and school wide. Yeah. So he's reacting in a in an understandable way. It is but understandable. He's very hot headed about it. He is. He considering he seems... that this is a girl that he broke up with. <laughs> yeah. And hasn't seen. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. But. 
Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yep. yeah, he seems to go, what I'm seeing, is he goes from, like, zero to a hundred. Yeah. Very quickly. Yes, he does. Like, every episode, he's, like, accusing someone of something. Right. That, like... Yes. You know, zero <laughs> to a hundred. See the episode one-on-one yeah. for more. <laughs> yes. And, and in the green room, yeah. he does that. Yeah, I mean, he, he was it, he was kind of in the right. Well, not really, because he attacks uh, Dylan in yeah. that and, episode. And, I mean, even going back to the green room, um, he... So, yeah, he does, but he never takes the time to, like, sit and talk about it. Oh, you know what? Actually, we had a really good comment about that on Twitter. I don't know I don't know if you saw that, but, again... I did uh, not. Uh, here we go, uh, pod, on Twitter. Yes, it was... Um, the, the comment was basically, you know, we were saying that here Brandon's being all, like, morally superior and, you know, a little smug about that. And the comment on Twitter was more about... They thought that Brandon's reaction was was more being hurt because Dylan was deceiving him. So it wasn't so much that Brandon was taking some moral high ground. Mm-hmm. He was feeling like like Dylan kind of made a fool of him by like lying to him, which I think is a good point and and makes it makes a little more sense with uh, the Brandon Dylan dynamic and what you see there. But yeah, that's it's the same it's the same kind of reaction coming through here where he just gets instantly. Do you want like, me to read? The, yeah, yeah. If you comment. got it, if you got okay, it. Okay, yeah. so Hillary on Twitter said. Uh, we're led to view Brandon as a kind of moral compass. Yeah. So when he gets mad, we assume he's right. But in Green Room, I wonder if we're actually seeing an irrational response when he goes after Dylan. He feels betrayed, so he lashes yeah. out. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I, I, and I think that does play a little bit more true. Mm-hmm. Then you see this episode, though, and you see Brandon kind of going right back to that yeah. same well, you mm-hmm. know, where he gets he gets real intense real fast. Exactly. Uh, then he and Dylan have a... have. A fight, you know, and Dylan... Yeah, in Dylan, the club. Yeah. I don't think that Dylan handles this well either. No. Because Brandon, understandably, is jealous. And Dylan's not like, hey, I understand what it looks like. Yeah. He's just like, hey, sorry, bro, <laughs> but uh, Cheryl, like, you know... Yeah, he's like, she came on to me. Right. Uh, and then this is when he punches him. Yes. Like... Really punches Square him. in the face. Yeah, knocks him over. And Dylan comes back strong, you yeah. know, and grabs him. Is like, you need to figure out who your friends are. Yeah. You know? And he goes <laughs> off to re-gel his hair. And yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> it's an intense scene. So then he confronts Cheryl after, yeah. you know, they kind of back off this from is each a other. turn. It Suddenly is. we see a very different it Cheryl. It is. I mean, he's been saying something's different about her, but I feel like we haven't really seen no, it No, I don't think so either. Now. She's been pretty pleasant. Um, but. And in their fighting, she reveals that... Uh, she was not a virgin this when they her first time, had, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. intercourse right. last night. Wow, intercourse, she yeah. said. Yeah, intercourse. So we were not referring to Cheryl when we yeah. said, hey, all you know, self That <laughs> exactly. was directed towards Brandon. Exactly. And yeah. Brandon, you can tell, is very hurt because... And, you know, I think that, that that is a reason. We were talking a couple episodes back about what set 90210 apart and what mm-hmm. made it popular. And I think that this is something very unusual to see... I think typically you would see the roles reversed here. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You would see the guy. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for him to be like, hey, sorry, kid. Yeah. I live here now. Right. We can't yeah. be together. Right. And to like, you know. But you see Brandon going out on the limb. You see Brandon kind of, I mean, even, even though he's like pursuing her and wants her to come into his room mm-hmm. and stuff, he's thinking that they're on this level playing field and this will be like a first time for both of us. Right. And she does not, I mean, right. she lets him think that. Mm-hmm. And then he has to find that out after the fact, which is brutal. I yeah. mean, that's really... Well, and especially this is where he says, like, 
like you you made us wait yeah. you are the one right. who kept saying no yeah. and then i leave and then you yeah. go do it with somebody else yeah. so yeah he he's definitely so he's very like understandably hurt but i just thought yeah. that whole thing that brandon's the one vulnerable not cheryl yeah brandon is the one who is deceived about sex not cheryl mm-hmm. and i think any other show of that time and even honestly more even still i think yeah. that's more common mm-hmm. that you see that from the other perspective yes. so it's an atypical it is way for it to go especially especially it's ha- it's not happening to like david or, mm-hmm. or you know what i mean yeah. it's happening to brandon like mm-hmm. the the heroic male lead is getting this treatment like yes way early on so yeah. it's kind of like you know it's dealing with with teens and like sexuality and all that in a very frank way and showing you know the negative side of that right as well yeah. so I thought it was handled pretty well, and I was kind of genuinely surprised, at least the first yeah. time I watched it, like on how that all played out. Yeah. Well, Brandon does not handle it well. He's, no, he doesn't. He throws a glass. He, yeah. At, of like in, weird blue Kool-Aid. Yeah. It was like toilet water. I don't know what. But yeah, he hit that right across. He hit it harder than he hit Dylan, I think. Just yeah. Just really yeah. wiped that off. He, it was a, a loud, crashing noise. And then, so, I mean, he and Cheryl kind of come to terms yeah. by the end. And she kind yeah. of says, you know, really, it was special and it was different. But they still kind of leave things like ambiguous like what their yeah. relationship is i yeah. don't really i don't know well brenda at the end says like like he says i need to move on or something and she says well that's a start it's kind of it yeah. kind of seems like and you have the dad speech about like some girls are gonna break your heart yeah. and some and brandon's like she didn't break my heart yeah and i think she kind of did yeah i think so too uh so i guess the takeaway from this episode is that brandon is an incredible lover yeah i think is what we're yeah uh, we're well that's what she says yeah it is it yeah is. as she's yeah. leaving you gotta that's trust what she cheryl tells him. you gotta trust cheryl on that um so brenda is babysitting and right, kelly and donna brenda. kelly yeah. and donna come over because yeah. they want to see their hot math teacher's house uh, again yeah and yeah, they, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they go in his i don't know why there's a photo album in his underwear it drawer is but yeah. they go in there and they're like looking through the photo album and uh yeah. they come home come and home, the wife is angry. very yeah, upset. Very upset um and that's like it right I, yeah there's not really much of a they, they drive they drive kelly drives her home yeah and they show uh, like a a picture of their house and i was like this actually this is actually like a huge house yeah like they're supposed to be poor but right. this house is yeah. huge yeah it is a big so, house it yeah. is a big house i'm gonna say too i don't i don't think brenda and like kelly and donna for that matter were too far off base thinking that the teacher had a, the hots for brenda yeah because oh, he no. says like the three of them are there yeah and he's like class would be boring without you brenda yeah like, yeah i don't think you should yeah. say that too and then he comes home with his wife and he's like oh hi girls yeah it's yeah yeah he's a little he's like the perv meter goes off a yeah, little bit with, a little with, bit a with little mr bit. mullet yeah the, at the end when the dad is having the conversation with uh brandon mm-hmm. it's very like hey what'd you do yeah. and he's like oh i don't kiss and tell and he's yeah. like oh you yeah having sex yeah. in the house it's fine yeah <laughs> so i feel like not a great moment there no but... i don't think so well brenda calls him on it too yeah you know brenda's mm-hmm. kind of like if this were me you'd be all yeah. over the place and brandon you're just kind of like how was it slugger? yeah <laughs> you know it's a pretty good um, yeah so this is also included in the novelization by mel gildan oh okay and the end is i mean just the dialogue slightly different but he says just just tell mom that we use protection or something yeah and in the novelization the gym is like well she'll be glad to know that <laughs> and i'm like will she and in the episode he just is like i mean okay, like you know <laughs> 
It's just I thought it was a much more awkward phrasing in there. I mean, so. more glad I guess than yeah. knowing they it's didn't. Just, but yeah, that's yeah, yeah. It's just a little weird. So what was our nine zero two one zero snap moment? It's got to be the punch. It is. It's got to be the punch. I was like, as soon as it happened, I wrote, "Oh snap!" It's sort of like I mean, it's kind of I guess it's predictable in that they're like just sort of two alpha yeah. males like going for it, but. It was still a little jarring. I thought it was a little it surprising. Was such a, it wasn't yeah. like a shove or no. anything. It was like he... like when Marianne punched Brandon. Yeah. You know, you're expecting a confrontation. Yeah. But then Brandon like hits him in the head with a shovel. <laughs> you know, it's just like, yeah, he, whoa. He flat out punched him. So that so. was, yeah, that was the oh snap of, of that episode. Uh, right. Thoughts on the episode? I thought it was a good episode. I think it's a good episode too. I think the message is pretty good. Yeah. I think it holds up overall. I think still Brenda's in a stupid plot. Yeah. You know, like we're because I of... assume that that doesn't carry like no, this I don't think crush matters. on their math no. teacher doesn't. Have I don't any... think that matters at all, and yeah. it doesn't really do much for their friendship. Mm-hmm. I thought Brenda, Brenda, and Brandon were a little bit better, mm-hmm. like sibling wise, even yeah. though they still had like their topless conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the results... Well, and at the end, she has on her, you know, yeah. guy's shirt um, with no yeah, shorts right. on or whatever yeah, yeah. conversation. But still, so... there because we we put out a poll on Twitter early on about what people thought, and it was uh, the Twitter reaction was that their relationship was flirty. Yeah, that was it the, is. that was the overwhelming results of that poll. So thanks to everybody who uh, submitted in that poll. That's uh, <laughs> here we go pod uh, on Twitter. But um, I think it has leveled out a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Next episode. Next episode is one-on-one. So our synopsis is, Brandon decides to try out for the basketball team, but finds the odds are stacked against him as the team is already populated by out-of-district players. Who, I didn't write that here, but who happen to be African-American. Yes, they do. And that comes into play. It sure does. Uh, So when he confronts James, a new recruit on the team, he finds that all is not as it appears. Meanwhile, Brenda starts taking driving lessons, even though she has failed the course three times already. Uh, And when Kelly calls for a ride, Brenda takes Mondale to pick her up. This is the first time they call the car Mondale. Is it? Yes. Okay, I thought they said it earlier. I don't think so. Well, this is the first time I noticed it. Okay, I'm just Because Kelly is like, Mondale, and she like explains explains the car all right so i've i've got i've got two issues here okay Mm -hmm. just right off the bat first of all in the pilot brenda has a driver's license that's what they use that's what they use to get her in the club they use her minnesota driver's license so she has a driver's license huh she does say in this i don't have a California driver's license. She does mm. say that. But I don't think... I mean, maybe the rules she are different. She says she failed the course three times in Minnesota, though. Right. And so... Yeah. So she, but she did have a driver's license. Yeah. She, the, I mean, pilot. I assume that's what it was. Yeah. So... Well, yeah. Right. I mean, we'll yeah. let it fly. We'll yeah. let it fly. The second, when Brandon says that um, he's trying out for the team, mm-hmm. everyone responds with, aren't you a little short? Yeah. And no, I've never thought of Jason Priestley as short. No, I mean, and I wrote that down. I was like, "Is he short?" He's five eight. I looked it up. Jason Priestley is five <laughs> yeah, eight. That's not that short. It's not that. I mean, it's it's on the short side. I yeah, would say. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think if somebody was five eight, you would think I of them as a short person. But... When when he's playing basketball with Steve. Yeah. I don't know if they did something, but he does look short next to Steve. Well, Steve. Uh, when they're I, playing, Ian Ziering is at least six foot tall. Okay. And well, he does look short compared yeah. to Steve. Brian Austin Green becomes six foot tall, but I don't think he is yet in this <laughs> yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Because I wrote that down. Like, he's not that short. No. But then when he was playing, I was like, oh, he no. is a little and short. And I think because Shannon Doherty and um, Gabrielle Carteris are both like, Gabrielle Carteris is like 5'1". Yeah. And Shannon Doherty is, is like 5'2". 
four, I think, something like yeah. that. So the people, I'm five three. Okay, so the people he's mostly in scenes with are noticeably short. Yeah, and so that kind of evens it out a little bit. But yeah. still, I don't think five eight. No, is, maybe maybe it's when you're talking about maybe when you're talking about basketball teams, I and guess, every but little bit I counts. Mean, I don't know. I because they're short basketball players. It's true, there's a famous short basketball it's true. players. Isaiah Thomas. So was a short basketball sure. player. Sure, yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so so that's what's going on. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so let's go scene by scene. Okay. So there's a whole montage of him like just sinking them yeah. yeah. in the beginning Sports heavy. Sports with his heavy. dad. Uh, Brenda is this is making Brenda late for school, and she right. comes to her mom and says, "I need a car." Right. To which her mom says, "You need a license." Right. And we kind of see that like maybe she's had some trouble. She's had with some this issues, and it's a sore, the sore spot. Yep. Yes. So. Um, Sorry, driving to school. Um, so yeah, I wrote. I'm gathering Brenda is bad at driving. Yeah, yeah. So then they get to school, and she has the weirdest conversation with Kelly and Donna. She like runs into them, and they're right. like, "So, so, yeah, so, yeah, so." A lot. So, of, a lot is made of the bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> but they like don't have a. It's very awkward, it and I don't. I didn't understand it. I think. I think it is just an awkward scene where Brandon is supposed to see her sort of behaving like a Beverly Hills yuppie, but it is just such a weird and unconvincing scene. It didn't that come it, off like they were friends. It came off like she was like trying to have an awkward conversation with right. them and they like didn't yeah, care. Yeah, it was like a limerick was... or something. Yeah, it was very was strange. so strange. Yeah, I didn't, that Very, didn't... very strange. Yep. Um, so, uh, again, I wrote, uh, love Andrea's outfit. I can't remember what she was wearing. I think she was wearing like the white shirt with the tie. Yeah, she had a tie. I, I liked did. that. She did. You know what? While, while we're talking about Andrea, I, you know, watching Smallville as we do, mm-hmm. The first time I watched Smallville, I thought, boy, Clark and Chloe on Smallville have a lot of the same dynamic as uh, Brandon and Andrea. Mm. And now, right now, like, since we've been watching Smallville and rewatching 90210, it is spot on. Yeah. I mean, like, the dialogue with yeah. Andrea being like, oh, well, my source down at the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> was Smallville just crossing my wall out names of weird. or something? Like, their relationship, their dynamic, yeah. the kinds of conversations Well, they I've have. already compared Jason Priestley's character to oh, I know. Clark Kent yeah, in to, that show. So. I, but I really, I would love to know if the Smallville creators had that in mind. They, oh, yeah. I, I, they must have. Mm. They must must have because Smallville too was starting just as 90210 was ending yeah. as well. And Chloe so is a made fresh. up character for the show, That's right? True. She's yeah. not in the comics yeah. or anything. I would not be so. surprised if they were like, he needs like an Andrea Zuckerman <laughs> type character because it is a very, very similar yeah. dynamic. And then later on in Smallville, when Justin Hartley comes in as Green Arrow, it, they have a very Brandon Dillon relationship. Uh, yeah. And so I just think there's a lot of. Very true. I think there must have been a of, fan in, yeah, the, in yeah. the writer's room. There must room. have been. Yeah. Age wise, it works out. But anyway, anyway. Um, okay, so then Brandon goes to tryouts where Steve kind of dashes his hopes yeah. and is like, the lineup's already set, like, yeah. he's already picked who he's going to pick, yeah. plus you're the shortest person alive. Yeah, the shortest so person in the world. you're not going to get uh, on the team. Yeah. Uh, cut to Brenda is having a fantasy of driving a NASCAR. A lot of fantasies in these yeah, early episodes. there are, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so she's fantasizing about driving in a race. Right. Um, so then she's in driving class and the guy's like, okay, it doesn't matter if you failed. We're going to give it another He's try. very nice. Yeah. I wrote that I actually liked her skirt that oh, she was wearing. interesting. I don't know if it was supposed to be fashionable or not, but I, I liked I'm it. I'm not sure. Yeah. I liked it. Um, so back at tryouts, yes. I wrote, ha ha, okay, he does look pretty short. Yeah, he does. He does <laughs> look short. Because when he's playing yeah. with Steve... 
He does look short. Um, but he's doing pretty well. He is. The at coach the calls him out. Yeah, yeah he yeah. does. Yeah. He's taking Steve down for yep. sure. Um, so yeah, and Brandon gets in and Steve doesn't. Yes, that's, he does. That's our nice little he twist does. in there. Yeah. Yes. Um, Meanwhile, maybe Brenda's killed Henry Winkler. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. Within the 90210 be, fictional universe. This could be it. Maybe Henry Winkler's dead. Yes. Maybe he never goes on to do Arrested <laughs> Development or Barry or Parks and Rec. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. So later on, Kelly wants Brenda to sneak out while her parents are away. Yes. And come to a Janet Jackson a Janet concert. Janet Jackson, who just won the, uh, yes, the Billboard, Billboard. Billboard Music Award yes. that year. Um, to come to a Janet Jackson concert uh, on a double date right. with with her and some guy yeah and brenda is like i can't sneak out right. and to to i'm thinking like haven't you snuck out and right. done right and live she like a bunch adult star already too yeah i recall i do i do recall um, but guy? she says no she's not gonna go um do you want to watch grease too yeah sure oh, right, let's cool, do it cool. at school the next day yes um steve and uh brandon yes are talking about these players right. who are on the team who aren't, they don't live in district, but they come in on a specific program. Right. Um, but they don't really go to class. They yeah. don't, they don't put in this effort. They're just getting like a free well, that, ride. That, and that's Steve's version of the story. That is Steve. Yes. Yeah. We come to learn that is Steve's version and of the Steve story. Steve is very racist. Very racist. Episode. I wrote, is Steve dot, dot, dot a racist? That's, that's what I said too because the first time he was like like we two Irish guys like yeah. we Irish guys have to stick together you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like no I don't know what yeah. you mean. <laughs> he like yeah he keeps dropping things where I'm like but okay yeah. what? Yeah because, and then okay. later he's like they need to know it's our school yeah. not theirs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes. like while Brandon never goes along with that he's never like uh, Steve you're a racist yeah. stop being racist. Yeah. So, that was weird. Well, at the end, he's like, all right, Steve. Like, he just kind of like... Yeah. Like, I just, that's your version, Steve. It's just not really addressed. That, yeah. Like, I guess I expected him to be called out for it. Yeah. And he is not. Spoiler alert. Yeah. He's not. <laughs> so we'll see if that is a, something that picks up again. I don't remember there being a Steve's a racist subplot, but... <laughs> well, here it is. In this episode, Steve is a racist. If one of the characters was going to be a racist, I it guess I would pick Steve. It does make sense. It makes the most yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. I, I also wrote Donna's hat is ridiculous hmm. in this. It was like a big, like... Like a blossom, blossom hat. Blossom hat. Yeah, which and you've never seen. So I hated you, it. You but, I, but I was going to say blossom you hat. You were. So okay. All I right. Knew. So that transcended. Yeah, Good. I knew that. Good. Um, so Brenda goes out driving. Yes. And... Kills Henry Winkler. Kills we, Henry we Winkler. Yeah. Um, crashes the car. Likely Doesn't kills do very Henry well. Winkler. Um, so he, uh, Brandon made it to the next level of tryouts. Right. So he goes to this next level of tryouts. Yeah. Um, and the dad shows up. Right. What's the dad's name? Jim. Jim shows up. Yeah. And is kind of watching what's happening and psyching Brandon out a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other the other guys are like bumping into him on yeah. purpose right. and like. You know, yeah. not well, being again, very nice to him. He's tiny. Yeah. He's the world's smallest man. Yeah. So um, afterwards, we learned that Jim has then gone and talked to the coach and been yeah. like, hey, my son, put him on the team or whatever. Um, so then Andrea and, or Andrea yeah. and Brandon decide to confront this new kid who's on the team right. that they think is being recruited yeah, not because in he district because he doesn't have records doesn't have records have his school records yeah stuff. so they're gonna come he uh brandon goes to confront him and be like why are you here yeah. and he does 
and uh, it does not go well. It's a good. Are we talking library? You, are we talking where they're in the library? Right? We can't. Yeah, okay. let's skip to when the, right. when we're at the so, library. So yeah, so this finally comes to head in the library mm-hmm. where uh, it's a. I mean, it's a really. I thought a really powerful and well handled. I thought so too. Moment yeah. between the two characters where Brandon really is being a little racist, like yeah. whether, whether his it's intention or not is irrelevant because yeah. he is like mm-hmm. that is playing a part in it. And James like really calls him on it yeah. and refuses to be apologetic. He's not at all like I understand why you thought that way. He was just like, "Look, you're being a jerk and you have your preconceived notions and I'm not going to deal with this. I'm not going to talk to you about it." I'm done. Yeah. And really, like, lays it out for Brandon mm-hmm. in a moment that was almost like a stand-up and applaud yeah. kind of moment. Yeah. Because I thought that was really good. And I also think kind of a credit to the show to see, again, our main character really get put in his place. Yes. You know, for yes. for behavior that's unacceptable. Yeah. And, you know. Because, like, the, I think he just would... He doesn't want a spot to be taken away from him. Right. Who rightfully goes to right. that school. Yeah. But he's also, like he doesn't belong there. Like he's just come in and hasn't found his place yet. So for him to like call someone else out for also not belonging there, like not, not very fair and racist. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As as we've uh, said. Absolutely. But I don't think that I, I mean, I think it's a credit again to the writers that they don't shy away from that. They don't, they don't pull the punch. They really like lay it out there and you know, you know, then and now it's an important message to get out there. So I'm, I was impressed. I yeah. was impressed with it. I thought it I thought it was a good scene. So at home, Kelly is calling Brenda and saying she's having a horrible time at the Janet Jackson concert right. because Janet Jackson isn't there. She right. like is sick or something. Probably at the Billboard Musical. Yeah, works. probably. Um so she wants Brenda to come get her. Right. Brenda does not have a license oh, but decides to drive Mondale, to take Mondale. anyway. Yes. And why is it named Mondale? She says because of It's named after a, a Minnesota politician. Min- who, okay. Who ran against I knew Ronald, it was a Ronald politician. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she does decide to go, yeah. uh, and on the way there, she runs out of gas. Yeah, and just leaves the car in the middle of the just road. Just leaves it. Keys in ignition. Yeah. Keys yeah. in the ignition. Yeah. yeah. Keys in the ignition. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then she walks to this gas station where she meets, like, the nicest gas attendant in the world. He's very nice and understanding. Yeah. He's just like, well, yeah. that happens. Yeah, sorry, kid. That happens. Here's some Then cash. she gets in a car with the gas attendant yeah. to drive back to her car. Yeah. Doesn't have money to pay him. Yep. Gets in a car with a stranger. Yeah. Drives back to the car. Guess what? Gone. Car's not there. Gonzo. It's gone. No more Mondale. Yeah. So, so I don't know how she gets home, and I don't know how Kelly gets home, but Brandon Good comes point. home, and uh, the police are there. Right. And she has said that someone stole it out of the driveway. Right. Yeah. Um, Which they all just buy, like nobody yeah. really questions. And then Brandon and Jim have a very long, uncomfortable conversation in front of the policeman. Yes. I was, The right whole there. time I was like, the policeman's the right is there. The right there. What are you doing? Yeah. Just yeah. about how the dad is going there and talking to the coach and yeah. giving him problems and putting too much pressure on him, which... I did not feel that the dad was putting much pressure on Brendan at all. Did you think that? No, but at the beginning, Brenda had a conversation with Brandon and was like, how can you stand when dad does that? And I was like, what did he do? Man, we're square. (laughs) Well, I think it, I guess the stuff he's saying when he's like, you know, uh, either way, I'm proud of you and you can do it. I don't know. It seems like he's he's being encouraging. He's fine when he makes this the second string. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't really see much there. I don't know. But apparently Brandon was feeling pressure. He was, yeah. Uh, So he kind of freaks out uh, about that. Yep. 
and uh, storms upstairs. Yeah, we have another little basketball montage where father and son come to terms. Yes, yeah. they do. And this is when he's wearing the wife beater and showing his oh, hairy the red, the red tank top. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so what happens fun. in one of the two episodes? Yeah. One time so... it's a t-shirt. One time it's that horrific. Yeah. Red shirt where he looks uh, like he's... Especially when he's standing next to Jason Priestley, who has no hair right. at yeah, all. None. It's just very... None. He's like, Jason Priestley looks like a baby seal. <laughs> it's just so, like, yep. apparent. Yes, so, uh, Brandon eventually, you know, apo- does he apologize? He, he makes up with James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they kind of run into each other at the at the court, and Brandon yeah. cops to it, and they kind of realize, on the court. we're not that different after all. Yeah. You know, and yeah. we never see James again, so... Yeah. That's her maybe. I don't, I, Spoiler. I know. I actually don't remember. I'm just assuming based on the last few episodes yeah. that he'll never come back yeah. again. And uh, Brandon gets uh, he accepted to the B team. So right. he's not on the main team, he's but on he's, team. he's on the B team. Yep. Um, and the dad is fine with that. He's fine. Because he's a very spo- totally supportive fine. dad. So I will say that, um, again, this was another instance where you had people who haven't really talked much talking there was a whole like cutesy scene between uh kelly and brandon where brandon oh, is yeah. like trying to make a basket with his laundry and she's yes. like watching him and she teases him a little bit yeah they have really their first interaction though the one with uh the surfer people brandon yeah. rode to the beach with uh, kelly but this was the first time that brandon and kelly really like talked it was yeah. a scene with just the two of them yeah so i thought that was cool i liked his basketball hoop laundry basket yeah i like that too I, is that I new oh well, that. everybody had that when i was a kid really yeah Oh, oh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Let's bring that back. Okay. That's, they probably still have them. Maybe my husband would uh, put his laundry in the laundry basket if that mm, oh, was the wow. case. Taking care of business right here on the podcast. Calling him out right, Maybe. right here on the podcast. Maybe he would. So I liked that. <laughs> I liked to see their, their little interaction there. I thought that was fun. Um, so one thing I want to mention is Please. at the end, Brenda and Brandon have a conversation as they do yes. often at the end of these episodes I'm seeing. And Brenda... Well, he, first of all, he knows that Brenda took his car. Right. Like, he figures it out. And uh, she's like, oh, I had to go get Kelly. Right. <laughs> and he's like, you're, you're, all you do is worry and talk about Kelly, and it's getting really boring. Yeah. And I was like, preach. <laughs> preach, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was, I thought that was a I'm good really thing. I'm really puzzled. I'm really puzzled by the writers and what they do with Brenda. Because yeah. They just make her annoying. Yeah. Like she very rarely, very rarely do I think like, yeah, I agree, Brenda. <laughs> Usually I'm just like, God, oh, just yeah. babysit your math teacher's kids. <laughs> or just don't fail you. Don't kill Henry Winkler. Yeah. You don't have a driver's license. Yeah. Another driver's so license. So she figures out that there was some experience that happened to her when she was a kid. And that's yeah. why she's so terrible Bad at driving. driving. Yep. Um, so she goes back and wants, you know, convinces yeah. the teacher to keep yeah. teaching her. Um, but Mondale returns yeah. at the end of the episode. Yeah, the cops had towed it. Yeah, the cops had towed it because she left it in the middle of the of the middle street yep. with the keys. In with the, the keys in the ignition. Yep. And her keychain, her like puffy right little keychain. So uh, the cops like, "Yep, here are the keys." And the mom is yeah. like, "All right, aren't those your yeah. keys?" And Brenda's like. Ah, and it like freezes on her face uh so so yeah so we are still we are still in our uh in our mode of having a guest star be the primary drive of the episodes Mm, yeah first one we had cheryl cheryl was the one showing up with the with the issue driving forward and then everybody reacts to cheryl uh to a lesser extent with james in the second episode he was the one who was kind of driving it Uh, it was a little bit more focused on the individual characters but i think still it was james was the one with the forward momentum yeah kind of like 
pulled everybody along. That's also a thing with Smallville. That first season You're is right. all like yeah. different people who aren't yeah. main characters yeah. with different it's problems. It's like throw something in here yeah. and let's see how everybody reacts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, so what was our oh snap? Our 90210 oh, snap? Oh, I think it's got to be the library takedown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, where, I mean, it's really, it's a powerful ending and he's just gone. He's out and yeah. Brandon's just like, oh. Yeah. Brandon you know. visibly is like, oh, I, got nothing. I messed up. I got nothing. I like the off-screen librarian. <laughs> I'm in the wrong. Remember the off-screen librarian being like, it's a library. Be quiet. <laughs> well, you could hear people in the background quiet. like going, shh. Yeah. This is I know. the library. I know. Yep. And then he reveals his dad is like the head of the library yeah he's worked for the library for 15 years and that's why he gets to go to the school which i still don't really understand that doesn't really make sense you know whatever we'll we'll take it let me say i'm a i'm a teacher okay we have kids i'm a librarian (laughs) we have kids at our school who don't live in the district but you can get permission right to come to a different school and that's what they do right you get special permission to come to a school that's not in your district. Okay. Like, it happens. Mm-hmm. It's not a crazy thing to You don't have to, to pretend happen. you live with Andrea's grandma? No, okay. you don't have Whatever to. Okay. So, All right. yeah. So, anyway, uh, I I enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I, I think I think the message in it makes it so it, so it uh, fortunately stays so relevant. I didn't enjoy it as much as the first episode. No, not as much. I liked the first one better. I just didn't really... I don't know. I, I wasn't. I wasn't super into it, but I think that it's it's well done and important, and does hold up as an episode of the series. But I wouldn't put it like on the high end of. I definitely years. can see why, as a child, you quickly became addicted to the show. Yeah, because it is like like yeah. I want to keep watching right. for sure. Well, there you go. So yeah, yeah. and hopefully, uh, audience, you do yes. as well. Listeners, yes. you do as we well. We won't tell you how many episodes we have left. But... <laughs> It's a lot. It is a lot. It's a it's a fair number. Yeah, yep. so it's closer to three hundred than zero. So <laughs> if that's any indication. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. And that's right. not even taking into account the CW years. Oh yeah, for sure. We're Ten get, seasons get on Fox, five seasons on CW. Five seasons. Yeah. Yeah. That is yep. so many seasons. Yeah. Well, you're committed. How many you're gonna be are Jim the people, Walsh's age? Are the main cast from this in that as well? Or is it a totally... Okay. I mean, the focus is not these characters. But, but they're there's, in it? there's a decent amount of carryover. Okay. For the, at, least for the, at least for the kickoff years of that Got show. Yep. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yep. Anything else about these episodes? No, I think overall we, we didn't have any new... We didn't have any new people show up that are become major players. You know, in last in the episode, our podcast episode last time, we introduced Dylan and we introduced Nat. Uh, we saw Nat and Dylan again. Yes. We didn't get a new uh, character who's going to kind of like add to the overall right. tapestry Scott of 90210. Scott was not in the in the first time, but he was a little yeah. bit in the in other In their one. weird robotics lab, right? Like, yeah. Why do they have a robotics lab? I don't know. It's like, like tech class. Yeah. And Dylan's, I don't know, talking to a robot. I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. A little bit. A yeah. little bit. Yeah, Scott and David are like, I'm trying to get my yeah. robot to work. And... I think it's just, they're nerds, so they must love robots. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's so. what nerds love. Yep. All right. Well, uh, if you want to comment on future episodes or on these past ones, we'd love to hear from you. So go to our Twitter. Here we go, pod. Make sure the O and go is a zero. Please do. Uh, and you can comment there. We would love to hear from Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we've enjoyed the responses we've had so far. Uh, next week, we're going to be discussing episodes six and seven, Higher Education and Perfect Mom. Perfect Mom. All right. So shall we sally forth? Yes. <laughs> 9021, here we go. Go. 
Hey, all you nostalgic virgins. <laughs> all right, just do it. Okay. Welcome to United. No, let's do it. Okay. Welcome to 9021. Here we go. The podcast that takes a look at each episode of Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh, my word. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm just crying. All right. I think I, can t- I think this time we got it. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> it was so, it was so good. That first, okay. <laughs> Really crying. Oh. <sighs> okay. <laughs>